Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to this bite-sized episode of Life Lessons from Sport and Beyond in which I take one specific lesson and have a closer look. Hello everyone, Simon here. Hope you're good. Just a brief introduction from me in this bite-sized episode, which is the final short episode of 2021. Now the subject of this episode is kindness and its scientifically proven health benefits for body and brain. Also, it's staggeringly high R number. In other words, how kindness ripples out and has a profound effect on the world in ways you just can't know or imagine. My guest is David Hamilton, PhD, who is one of the world's foremost experts on the scientific benefits of kindness. He's also the author of the best-selling book, The Five Signed Effects of Kindness. Now, we do talk about how kindness affects the alarm system of the brain, so the amygdala, as well as the prefrontal cortex, which is associated with decision-making, impulse control, and attention. It's all to do with what he calls the kindness hormone, which is oxytocin. Just before I let David do his thing, and this is from a new conversation, by the way, that you won't have heard before, I just want to say there will be one more episode from me this year, and that is next week's full-length conversation about how to have difficult conversations, which is a timely topic in these polarised times. After that, I will be following my own advice and having a break to recharge and reflect, ready to come flying out of the traps in the new year. Anyway, let's hear about kindness now, its benefits, how to harness it, and why you are, in all likelihood, making a bigger difference in the world than you realise every time you perform a small act of kindness. So, here is David Hamilton, PhD, aka The Kindness Guru. The benefits of kindness derive from how kindness feels. So when you be kind and it feels nice, 
you literally produce the kindness hormone. Now, it has the opposite effects from stress hormones. I, I, I often, often say that kindness is physiologically and neurologically the opposite of stress. Whatever you know that stress does, you can pretty much guarantee that kindness does the opposite. So it acts on the, on the amygdala, turns it down. Another thing that it does consistently is it does fertilize the prefrontal cortex, but in a region that's more associated with positive, you know, positive feelings and positive felt connection. But what I really love about it is it has a lot of physiological effects. One thing the kindness hormone does actually is it, it acts on the lining of our blood vessels and it releases some of the tension from the walls of the blood vessels. Uh, you know, for, for technically minded people, it causes the production of a little substance called nitric oxide in the blood vessels. But what happens is it releases the tension, the, the blood vessels expand, the heart eases off some of its pressure as a consequence, and you, you get a reduction in blood pressure. So things like, you know, connecting with people, hugging, kindness, all of these things can actually reduce blood pressure. But at the same time, the kindness hormone, it's like it has a little brush and pan on its being and what it does it likes to sweep up rubbish as it's going along and now rubbish i'm refer i'm using the term rubbish to this to refer to two main groups of substances in the body and in the brain which lead to aging that are involved in memory loss alzheimer's cardiovascular disease and these two groups of things are free radicals and inflammation but rather than known technicalities, just think of them as rubbish. But the kindness hormone, ha the kindness hormone has this sweeping, this little sweeping brush and pan. And as soon as it sees the rubbish in the body, let's say we're in the blood vessels right now, it sweeps them up and it just sweeps them and cleans up the environment. And that's why research shows that the kindness hormone has what's called antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties inside the blood vessels. But it also does it in the brain. It also does it in the immune system. So. What that means is the kindness hormone is cardioprotective, i.e. protects the cardiovascular system, and it's immunoprotective. It protects the immune system by cleaning up this, this stuff. But amazingly, some brilliant research showed that it does the same thing inside skin cells. Scientists were measuring how skin cells age and, and recognising this formation of rubbish in the skin cells as a consequence, you know, these free radicals and inflammation as a consequence of, you know, mental and emotional stresses, lifestyle stresses. It's why, you know, chronic stress ages us. And they found when they introduced the kindness hormone into the skin cells, it dramatically dropped, caused a dramatic reduction in the amount of these free radicals and inflammation. This rubbish, if you will, because the kindness hormone got its wee brush and pan out and swept them all up inside the skin. Now, you can't eat the, the kindness hormone. You can't drink it. The only way to produce it, the only way to get it in your skin is to produce it on the inside. And the way to do that is through your behavior. So be, if you be kind to people, it really can, as is, woo-woo is, is as that sounds, it really can slow the aging process. And if that's a lot to get your head around, think of it the opposite. Everyone knows that stress speeds up the aging process. So what all you were, were recognizing in science now is through the production of the kindness hormone, it has the opposite effect. So it has a net slowing, whether it's of your skin cells, your cardiovascular cells, brain cells and immune cells, you name it, cells, even muscle cells. It has this rubbish clearing effect in the cells. David, can you give us some simple ways to be kind and to reap the benefits of it? Because it doesn't have to be these grand gestures, does it? It can be 
small things. So small gestures can make a big difference. Yeah, in fact, and see in terms of your health, Simon, it's the small things that you do in large numbers that are far more important than the grand gestures because the grand gestures you might make, you know, once a, a week or a fortnight or once a month or whatever, but that's just one little dose of the the kindness hormone, if you will. It's the small things that you do repeatedly, like paying someone a compliment, you know, just listening to someone who just needs someone to talk to. It could be making someone a cup of tea, holding a door for someone, even just smiling at someone on a street. And as woo-woo as it sounds, closing your eyes and just thinking kind thoughts about people. Now that sounds, I know that sounds woo-woo, but thinking kind thoughts about people, think of what that's doing. It's how it feels that matters. And if it's how it, if it feels nice to be thinking nice thoughts about people, just saying a wee prayer for someone, for example, then you're still producing the kindness hormone. You're still dialing down the amygdala. You're still having all these positive benefits so you know make someone a sandwich make a cup of tea pick up the phone facetime a family member or a friend but reach out for to people it doesn't have to be the grand gestures it's the small things that we do in large numbers that make far more of a contribution not only to our own health but also that create far more ripple effects going out into the world because every act of kindness produces a ripple effect so if you can produce lots of small ripples they're far more powerful than one grand ripple that you might create every now and then i'm glad you mentioned the ripple effect because the r number is something it's a phrase that we and i've become very familiar with over the last couple of years hadn't heard of it pre-covid but obviously since the coronavirus pandemic hits, people are talking regularly about the R number. And obviously when it gets above one, that's when scientists start to worry with COVID and we start edging towards lockdown. So with that in mind, can you tell me about the R number of kindness, what science tells us about the R number of kindness and how kindness spreads, if you like, because I thought this was fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So, so the R number of kindness is somewhere between four and five, and it, you know, it, I say between four and five. It varies from place to place by population density, by you know, depending on on the environment. But roughly between four and five. Now, what that means? Now, research at Harvard and Yale found that kindness ripple effect goes out to what's called three social steps, or they call it three degrees of separation. Now, in terms of the R number of five, what this means is this: when you be kind to someone. What you don't see, if you followed the person around for the rest of the day, which I hope you, people don't do, but if you, if, you, if you did, then what you would see is that person that you've been kind to will most likely be kind or kinder to five people over the next 24 hours simply because of how you made them feel through the, the kindness you did for them. Now, that's what I mean by the R number of five. But that's it one social step from you. But each of those five people will also be kind or kinder to five more people. And that's at two social steps. So now we have 25 people benefiting. But kindness, according to research at Harvard and Yale, goes out to three social steps. So each of those 25 people will be kind or kinder to five more, our number of five, which is 125. Five people. Now, if you had to have sophisticated drone networks and, and follow everyone around with laser beams, that's the sort of thing you would see. And I, the reason I say this a lot is because I think there's so many of us 
that that feel small and we feel like we're not making a meaningful contribution to life and the world and the universe, whatever. But in actual fact, every one of us, even from the small things like paying paying someone a compliment, you've no idea the ripple effect that has saying something nice to a person, paying a compliment, whatever seemingly small thing it is for you, you've no idea what that person now does because they're feeling differently. How many people's lives they touch and then they might pay a compliment or do something physical for someone else. And every act of, almost every act of kindness generates this incredible ripple effect that just keeps going out. It's like if you drop a pebble in a pond and it creates a wee wave, it plops in, creates a wee wave and at the other end of the pond, there's a lily pad rising and falling and it's no idea why it's rising and falling. But the reason it's rising and falling is because of the wave. But the wave was created, was caused by the pebble. Now the pebble is a metaphor for an act of kindness. And so rather than lily pads rising and falling, it's people's spirits that are rising and falling. But 125 that are thereabouts, sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less, from even the small acts of kindness that we do. So that's why the the, the the many small things are far more powerful than the one large thing because you're setting these ripples in motion multiple times all throughout the week. Can you just talk about the positive effects of kindness on the brain, on whether it be the alarm system of our brain or the decision-making system, the amygdala and the cortex? Can you just elaborate on that? Yeah, well... well astonishing because of how kindness feels we 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 flood the brain and the body with the kindness hormone and it acts on the amygdala think of the amygdala like a like it's got a dimmer switch like a thermostat beside it and, and when we feel stressed worried fearful anxious it's like the dimmer switch goes right up and it's really the, the, there's a lot of heat off the amygdala but the kindness hormone recent mri studies show the kindness hormone literally it acts on the amygdala, meaning it literally turns it down. And this heat coming off the amygdala gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and dimmer until it's hardly on at all. And that's like flipping a coin because at that moment now, the prefrontal cortex lights up. That's the, the higher executive functions of the brain. That's the, the thinking, the, the, the feeling good, the feeling connected, the being able to think clearly side of the brain. So one of the most amazing neurological effects of kindness is due to its impact on the amygdala. And it's not the act of kindness itself. It's the fact that kindness feels satisfying and it feels nice and there's a, a sense of connection sometimes. You know, it, it varies from person to person, but that feeling we're genetically wired, our, our bodies are genetically wired to respond to that feeling. In fact, the, the gene for the kindness hormone is one of the oldest in the human genome, about 500 million years old and four days I'm only kidding about the four days, but at, at 500 million years old, it's had that long to integrate itself fully into many, many very important processes inside the body. So when you feel the feelings associated with helping people, it impacts a large number of different processes from the brain to the heart, the immune system, uh, muscles, muscle regeneration, even skin cells themselves. I, I think the research and kindness is only now coming to the forefront. Uh, and no one really knew about it. That's why I write a lot of books on it, because no one knows about this kind of stuff. Uh, and it's just something we haven't realized. One of the simplest things we can do is reach out and help someone. And it has this immediate, it's like nature is saying, yes, more of this, please. Uh, you, 
reaching out, helping someone, nature is saying, yes, absolutely, this is the right thing, and here's your reward for it. You get a side effect of the kindness, which is a little boost to the brain, a little boost to your heart, your immune system, your skin, your muscles, all these different processes. Thank you for listening to this bite-sized episode with David Hamilton, a lovely man who certainly walks his talk. Personally, I think recognising that simple acts of kindness can have a profound effect, whether it be just listening to someone, paying someone a compliment, letting someone go in your car, or being cheerful with someone behind the counter next time you're in a shop buying something is really reassuring and a motivator to get out there and spread some love. Let me know what you think. I'm at Simon Mundy on social media and you can, of course, drop me a message via my website, simonmundy.com. Thank you to everyone who's been in touch already. Also, you can sign up for my newsletter at my website, on my website, Monday on a Monday, it's called Taking Two Nuggets Each Week to get your week off right and there will be one more episode of my newsletter along with the full length podcast episode out on monday before i shut down for christmas and the new year to allow me to hit the ground running early in 2022 that's it for now thank you for listening be kind and goodbye softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.